Hello everyone, DJ here. Now that we've covered the three biggest effects of the blended retirement system, let's talk about some of the other aspects of the plan. There's a lot of room for misunderstanding with these features, as I've seen from training I've conducted with units so far. So I'm going to try to be very specific about uh, each feature and the, and the details and the details of it. As we've all heard, uh, part of the intent of the new plan is to provide a level of portability of some retirement benefits if you leave service with less than 20 qualifying years. Now, let me be clear. Uh, the portability is not the ability to take part of the retired pay that you would have earned for those years. That's another one of the big myths out there, by the way. Uh, the portability aspect refers only to the thrift savings plan contributions that you have made, as well as the matching funds you received for them. Being vested, by the way, means having at least two years of service. Now, before you think you're being gypped by this feature, uh, keep this in mind. Uh, the 20-year pension, as the name seems to imply, has always been an all-or-nothing feature of military retirement. You either have 20 years of service, or you don't. That hasn't changed. The only exception for reservists has been medical disqualification for continued service. In that situation, you are still able to receive retired pay if you have at least 15 qualifying years of service. But I digress. The eligibility for a military pension remains the same. You can keep the thrift savings plan money and either leave it in the TSP or roll it into another qualified plan. The next major feature of the blended retirement system is the ability to opt for a lump sum payout of part of the total value of your retired pay. You can take a zero, which I say if you want to not take one at all, a 25% or a 50% lump sum, or choose to take nothing at all, which I know is redundant after I just said zero, but I want to emphasize that you don't have to take the lump sum. No, this doesn't mean you can just take the lump sum payout as soon as you go to the retired reserve when you're 40. Uh, if you're a reservist, you still have to wait until your retired pay eligibility date, which is usually age 60, unless it's been reduced by qualifying active duty service. If you do choose to take the lump sum, you should know the effect that this will have on your monthly pension. Taking the lump sum will reduce the monthly pension by the amount, roughly, of the percentage of payout that you take, plus about another 10%. The actual math, a formula called the discounted present value, is a bit more complicated, so I won't go into that uh, in this episode. I'll just give you an example in a moment. If you do take the lump sum, the reduction in monthly retired pay will remain in effect until you reach full Social Security age, which for most of us these days is age 67. At this point, your monthly retired pay will be recalculated to pay the same amount as it would have if you had not taken the lump sum. Now let's look at a greatly simplified example. Command Sergeant Major Cochran 
that's an E9 for those of you in other services, can expect retired pay of about $2,069 per month. He chooses to take a 25% uh, value lump sum out of his retirement. He receives a one-time payment of $18,612. This is taxable, by the way, and will be offset by any VA compensation that he receives. As a result of taking the lump sum, his monthly re retired pay will be reduced to $1,551 per month. His monthly pay will remain at this rate, adjusted by inflation, of course, until he reaches his full Social Security age. When he turns 67, his retired pay will return to the original amount of 2069 now, this does not count the cost of living increases over that time, uh, but those are included as well. I know that's a lot of numbers and a lot of uh, information to absorb all at once, so it might help to actually replay this video one more time, since I was giving you a lot of stuff very quickly. I've found sometimes that you know repetition helps. If there are any questions about what I've said so far, or concerns about it, then please leave a comment below and I will do my best to answer you. Now, please join me next week when I will discuss where you can find other sources of information and video-based training for the blended retirement system. We're all going to need to go through some sort of training about this plan. Might as well do it quickly and easily while we're at our comfortable home and save some training time at our units. Thank you for joining me today, and as always, thank you for your service.